Today's My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Gym Aware, the leading tool when measuring performance in the weight room. Guys, VBT is all the craze right now. It's a hot, sexy topic, although it's something that's been around for a while. And the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Brian Mann, has called the Gym Aware the Rolls Royce when it comes to velocity measuring devices. Guys, the ability for you to shoot all your information right up into the cloud and store it right away is enough for, for me right there to, to make sure that this is something that I had in my weight room. Putting things together with instant feedback as to how the reps are being performed. On top of that, with the x-axis correction, so you don't have to necessarily worry about direct positioning when you're performing the exercises. Tying that in with the visualization of everything and the ability to allow the athletes to compete. Make this an absolutely stellar tool and something I couldn't recommend you having in your weight room enough. Hop on over to kinetic.com.au today and see everything that they have to offer. Hey everybody, if you enjoy the podcast and the content it provides, be sure to hop over and check out the community. The community is an exclusive members website that is just an extension of what we do here in July at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar. What it is, is a combination of video lectures, a coach's corner with your Monday morning take-home information, and a forum where you can talk about anything and everything related to the field of strength and conditioning. In the community, you'll find content added each month from some of the top practitioners in the world, ranging from PhDs to high-level coaches, bringing you exactly what they're doing with their athletes or their research at the present moment. On top of that, an additional discussion by coaches bringing you that Monday morning information, things that you can add to your training program right away. Tying that in with the opportunity to discuss with coaches around the world in the forum on anything and everything from the topics addressed in these presentations to whatever you're seeing in your daily life as a coach. If this sounds like the right thing for you and your staff, go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and try it out for 48 hours for just a dollar. If you like it, you're signed up, ready to roll, and you're jumping into all the great content added each month. If not, feel free to go ahead and cancel at any time. No questions asked. We're really excited about what we're building in the community and hope you are too. Go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and check it out today. All right. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, Devin McConnell, University of Massachusetts Lowell, uh, ice hockey, uh, head of hockey performance, ice hockey and field hockey. I work with both teams. Um, given a lot of thought about what I wanted to talk about here for, uh, for My Thoughts Monday, um, and I decided that uh, supplements, supplementation, was the topic that I wanted to kind of uh, broach here. Not exactly true. Uh, supplements as a, um, as kind of a metaphor uh, for maybe a, a grander topic, a more important topic, at least to me. Um, when it comes to nutrition and supplementation, I am a, I'm a whole food advocate. I'm a real food advocate. I'm a, a Michael Pollan kind of devotee when it, you know, he talks about, uh, uh, you know, eat real food, uh, not too much, mostly plants. Strength coach probably add some protein to that, but that's, that's the general approach, uh, the general recipe that I take and, and that I, I talk with and, and work with my athletes around. Um, but I think supplements make a great metaphor for what I want to talk about because they're exactly what, what they say, uh, supplements should be a supplement to good nutrition, right? If you, we all know, if you eat like garbage, 
but you take creatine and uh, protein shake and some greens and, and uh, multivitamin, it, it doesn't do anything. It's useless. But if you eat really well, you eat clean, you eat you know mostly plants, some protein, etc. You eat well, you do uh, the 90% pretty good, and then you, you supplement that. Well, there can be a lot of benefit to, to good supplementation. Um, I think that most of what we talk about, most of what we do in training is supplements, is supplementation. Uh, let me expand on that a little bit um, without kind of divulging too many details. I'll tell you that here at UMass Lowell, we had, um, at least statistically speaking, the least successful season we've ever had in our in my tenure. I've been here with the, the coaching staff together now for seven years. And we had the, the least successful season that we've had. Um, lost in the first round of the playoffs, didn't make the tournament, uh, you know, whatever. It, things just didn't click this year the way that they had in the past, you know, and and maybe it's just a, an off year. Who knows? Um, but when I've talked to a lot of our players and our staff and we've kind of you know, done some roundtables and come back to things, what we've all sort of come back to is that, um, you know, we work really hard. Uh, I can tell you off the ice, our training, we've never had a better year of physical development than we had this, this offseason and, and this season as a whole. Um, in the offseason, we had... You know, every one of our veterans, uh, RFEs, you know, split squats are our primary lower body lift. Um, every single every single player on our team, uh, every single veteran on our team, um, double body weight plus. You know, we have 515-pound RFE squatters. It's stupid. Um, we had uh, 28 guys on the roster. At, at the end of the summer, we had 21 players with an, a vertical jump over 30. Uh, another five over 29 so you know physically outstanding outstanding summer of training outstanding work from our guys something didn't click something was off Um, and that thing was culture is culture so coming back to that sort of original point training what we do what we you know exercise science Sports science, I'm a big sports science guy. Um, hell, I wrote a book about sports science. Uh, it's the supplements. It's supplementary to culture. If you don't have outstanding culture, if you don't have, if, if the, the intangibles, so to speak, are not in place, X's and O's on the ice, on the field, um, your periodization, your, your, your loads, your your numbers in the weight room, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Um, it comes back to culture. It comes back to, and, and it's different for every team, right? Every team has a different approach. They have a different why. It's a big thing too is, is what's your why, right? Everybody's got a different why and that's important. It has, to be, it has to be self-built. It can't be sort of just a manufactured, this is why we do what we do. Um, but I think it needs to come internally. So culture is, is sort of what I'm talking about here and, and what I think is really important. The, the biggest thing that matters when it comes to success, eh, sports success, personal success, business success, ultimately comes back to culture and comes back to why. And so one of the things that um, 
that we've done as a as a group in this uh, early off season. And we're only a couple of weeks into our off season here. In fact, as I record this right now, the the Frozen Four hasn't excuse me hasn't even happened yet. So uh, we're already kicking off before some teams are finished playing, as I'm sure uh, a lot of teams out there in different sports are are doing. Um, but we've come back to really sort of a culture reboot and really focusing on our why. And that comes, uh, what, what we've really done is, or, or my approach at least, has been to, to start out by listening to our players. And one of the first things that I do in our off season, and I've done it several times, but this is probably the most important year, I do a, an anonymous survey with our, with our team, with our players. And I ask them a bunch of questions. What did I do well? What did I not do well? What did we do well? What did we not do well? Um, if you were in charge, what would you, what would you do, et cetera, a bunch of stuff. And I really want to say, uh, I, want, I want to find out what do you think matters and what are your problems? What are your complaints? What went wrong? You know, I think too often as coaches, we give lip service to, you know, listen to your players, listen to your people, but we only want to hear what we want to hear and we turn off the rest. I think magic happens when you honestly listen to what people have to say. You know, it, you know it's the old... They don't care how much you know till they know how much you care, right? If you listen to them and you take them seriously, um, your players are going to tell you a lot that you need to you need to know that you need to learn from. So one of the first things that we did here this off season, just very recently, is is this you know anonymous survey where the players could really tell me, hey, this is what we think. This is what we think about you, the program, the team, everything. Um, nothing's off limits. And then the next step was that we had a we had a real conversation around that, where we sat down as a group for about an hour and a half, myself and and the rest of the you know and, and the players coming back our first day of the off season, and I said okay this is what you guys told me in the survey let's go through this piece by piece, um, we're gonna talk about it we're gonna discuss it some of this I'll tell you I think is garbage some of this was hard to hear, and uh, a lot of this is is uh, is food for thought so let's go through this one by one. Um, that allowed the players to really have a voice and to, to have their say about what mattered. And at the same time, was an educational opportunity for me to say, you know, well, guys, oh, we lifted too heavy too late in the season. Well, this is why we did that. This is why we did that. This is why this matters. It's not just because I like seeing guys lift heavy weights, uh, but this is the reason why. Oh, okay, that, that makes some sense, actually. You know, so maybe, maybe next time I don't complain because now I have a better idea of what's going on. At the same time, it's important for me to listen to, hey, Dev, like, we were fatigued. We were tired. All your data, all your sports science, all your questionnaire stuff, you know, why didn't you adjust things the way, um, you know, based on that information? And again, back and forth a little bit. What did I see? What did they see? Why weren't we communicating? Regardless, all of this is culture. All of this comes back to the point that culture matters more than anything. Um the next step to that and some things that we're working on and, and maybe I can come back next time around and, and give you feedback to how things work comes back to or, or comes down to um, player-led ownership. You know, one of my favorite books in the world, I'll see if I can grab it, is a favorite book in the world, Legacy. Um, and I, I've highlighted just about every page. If you looked at it, if I opened it up, pretty much the entire book is yellow. Um but one of the, the beautiful things that they talk about in Legacy and obviously the, what the All Blacks do 
is it's a player-led culture where especially as they progress throughout a week uh, towards a game, towards a test match, um, the, the coaches become less and less vocal, less and less influential, and the players become more and more influential. So one of the things that I've tried to talk to our athletes about and tried to instill and, and something that we're building upon is this player-led accountability where they decide what's really important. And of course, I have veto power and, and I'm here to shape that. But it's important for them to decide what the culture is, for them to decide what's important and what their, what their why is. <coughs> now that we've established that and we've established some ground rules and some, some, uh, some things that are really important from a training perspective, giving them some autonomy behind why we're doing what we're doing and how we're going to approach that creates a hell of a lot more buy-in than me just saying, hey, you know, this is why we're going to lift heavy or this is why we're going to do sprint work or whatever we're going to do. So giving our athletes some autonomy allows them to build the culture. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, we want, we want the athletes, we need the athletes to drive the bus because none of us play. None of us are on the ice or on the field or on the court. We need them to take ownership. And a couple other books, I don't want this to turn into a, a book podcast, but a couple of the book, other books that I've read recently that have been massively influential to my thought process, um, The Culture Code, new, new book, relatively new, um, absolutely fantastic read. Um, it's Your Ship it has actually been around for a long time. I was just, it's one of these books where a friend of mine, a former teammate of mine has told me, three, four, five times when I've asked people for book recommendations. It's your ship. It's your ship. It's your ship. Eh, it's on the, yeah, the Amazon list. I'll get to it. Not really my thing, whatever. Finally, I said, all right, this is the fifth time you've told me about this book. I'm going to read it. Boy, am I an idiot. Uh, if you haven't read It's Your Ship, order it today. Unbelievable book. Um, and then Leaders Eat Last, another book that <coughs> a lot of people have read, talked about, but again, hugely influential in my thought process here and, and, and what I think is really important. So to circle back, I started out kind of supplementation as a, as a metaphor, but everything that we do in training and, and as important as, you know, periodization, exercise selection, sports science, all of these things, they're, they're hugely influential, but they're the cherry on the top. If we don't have culture, if we haven't built culture, if we're not, if we're not continuously emphasizing culture, and that's another big point, it's one thing to talk about it now, but what am I saying next Christmas? What am I saying next February when, when we're in the dog days? Are we talking about it or is this just something we talked about you know, in the spring when everybody was all excited to get back to work? So at the end of the day, culture is what matters. Uh, culture is what's on my mind and what I am trying to really um, influence, what I'm really trying to bring to the forefront with our group um, and and what has they're they're really buying into right now i think is you know it's not the training it's not the yeah we're doing isometric work right now and we're doing you know some you know tissue re-education stuff and yeah blah 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 whatever shit doesn't matter what matters is buy-in is accountability is culture so that's my my thoughts monday a little long um but i wanted to touch on that it's something that's really it's really uh pulled at me here lately and and something i've really kind of tried to study and I wanted to share, just share my thoughts and, and kind of what I'm thinking. All right, guys. Thanks.